Hello, everybody, and welcome to the final edition of Spooktastic Minute, and then we'll return back to Fantastic Minute. But this is the show where we talk about Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox, one minute at a time. My name is Tyler Boudreaux. And I am Condra Boudreaux. We're here to talk about Minute 43 of Fantastic Mr. Fox, which begins with Fox feeling dirt, and it ends with a diddle dee daddle da daddle doodle doodle dum And here joining us, we have Nay Renly from A Goofy Movie Minute and the Off 5 A Minute podcast. Hello, Nay. Welcome. Hello. Great to be here. Thank you so much for coming. Ooh, where to start? Do you have any feelings on Fantastic Mr. Fox as a whole? Uh, yes, I do. Um, I have two feelings. No, I don't know. I have. Uh, <laughs> I saw the movie in theaters. I love Wes Anderson. I love the book. Um, I was worried because I don't like when they turn short books into long movies. But I'm glad that they added mm-hmm. a lot of family drama and uh, depression and pathos and, and to fill the <laughs> gaps. <laughs> like some philosophical stuff about wild animals. <laughs> yeah, so, so uh, yeah, I thought, was really impressed with it. And I uh, took a film class about animation, all different kinds. And when I talked about the stop motion and then right after that class, Fantastic Mr. Fox came out. And so I was really able to fully appreciate the magnitude of the accomplishment of what they're doing with cotton balls and puppets and everything <laughs> yeah it's really an incredible movie in terms of its animation Condra, what do you what do you have to say um no honestly the animation <laughs> is the reason really why we're doing it is because we're both huge stop motion fans um growing up on nightmare before christmas and that kind of stuff so i mean stop animation for me just holds a special place in my heart so the fact that someone else gets excited about cotton balls is exciting <laughs> I don't know. Speak for yourself, Condra. I'm a Wes Anderson fan at heart. This was my first Wes Anderson. Have you dabbled in stop motion before? Have you ever made any? Unfortunately, no. Um, that is a dream. I, I, I have the way to make it if you want. It's called Ooh. Stickbot, the app. It, and it's mm-hmm. these little figures that they sell places that are like they move and they have suction cups on their hands and their feet and they're like five or ten dollars but the app is free and the app is a stop motion app so what you do is you press you press the button it takes a photo and then it makes a ghost effect of that so you can move it and still kind of see the last frame and then you press it again and then when you're done you can shift how how fast you want it to move so you can make it move smoothly and we made little ones that are just up to a, a couple minutes it's it's a blast as long as you have a tripod so your camera doesn't move then uh, everything else pretty much works great so highly recommended for the stickbot app stick with a i think just a k not a c that's brilliant all right stickbot hopefully they sponsor us (laughs) (laughs) that that condor how crazy would it be if we got a sponsor that would be totally undeserved yeah honestly tyler (laughs) where would we be with that (laughs) nay you said you saw this in theaters and you said you had another emotion that wrapped along with it is there anything else oh well just how wes anderson it is i guess with the cinematography but also i remember watching videos uh before it came out of wes anderson acting out the scenes you know so that they would get his specific kind of gait and like like real you know stiff i don't know no one acts like that but in wes anderson movies everyone acts like that so it's really important (laughs) to capture it and i'm just so glad they didn't make it into a cgi movie because i think it probably would have been terrible um and i haven't really liked any of the other adaptations of roll tall uh books i guess james and the giant peach is probably okay but i don't you know he's got like a certain style that fits really well with it matilda was playing the other day not a fan oh really that's interesting yeah, did you know Danny DeVito directed that movie? Yeah. 
But the part I was watching was the credits. So, <laughs> so I oh, saw that. That was, when, okay. that was when I learned it, but it was just like two days ago. <laughs> uh, have, you seen, uh, have you seen or heard the Matilda musical? No. So good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> really? It that one that that's pretty okay if you ever get if you ever get the chance. If you're okay. a Tim Minchin um, fan, he wrote the music for it. So. <laughs> All right, awesome. Some obscure, obscure comedian. Okay, so minute forty three. We're gonna talk about it. We have so nothing really happens in this minute until we get to the very end, and then it becomes the best best part of the movie. Am I right in saying that? Um, sure. Tyler, we just had the best line in the movie in the last minute. So I mean, the fact that. This might be the best moment. I don't know. Debatable. We're at the. We're not at the climax of the film, but we're definitely at the the meat of the film. Uh, so yeah, we have Fox feeling around the dirt, and he's like, "You got to dig in a very special direction." And they start digging, and they keep digging. I like when they're digging because they're the the shot of them digging is like way out. It's hard to describe. But basically, Fox is the one in the front, and he's waving his arms, and he's actually touching the dirt. But then everyone behind him is waving their arms, but they're not touching anything. They're just waving their arms. And where's the dirt going? I don't know. The dirt is disappearing. The beauty of animation. (laughs) They're eating the dirt. Maybe that's why Mole's in the back, because he's eating the dirt. Yeah, because Mole eats the dirt. That's what moles do, right? (laughs) When he's feeling the wall, it reminds me of Cable Guy, when he's looking for just the right place to to put the cable jack in it's a really weird weirdly sensual scene i don't i don't know if that's a reference to something earlier but that's what it seemed like to me no this is definitely a new skill of mr fox being able to psychically tell where things are but then Uh, fox gets to a point where he silences them all with his fist he does the raised fist kind of stop motion and then starts digging upwards and you see the dirt falling down and i just had lots of concerns questions about how that actually works yeah i wrote that down too like how do you dig straight up without just dying it's one of those other moments in this Um, movie hey if if we were looking for a realistic fiction we would not be going to wes anderson Um, we did get another title card though in that little dirt digging bit we get a human hour which they don't tie to how long that is in Fox years. That's like, the, well, no, one human hour versus Fox years is not at the appropriate comparison. I'm sure there's a conversion table in the DVD booklet. <laughs> Nay, we've been having this discussion because Fox years and human years kind of make sense in terms of like maturity, but like days and hours don't really make sense because days still exist. The sun rises and sets. Right. So why make the distinction between what is a fox hour and a, a human hour? Yeah. It's like when I go to the grocery store, my dog's like, you've been gone for seven hours. And I'm like, no, it's only one hour. <laughs> He's like, life's ticking, man. <laughs> Precisely. And, okay, so we should just jump right in here. He <laughs> he finds the, the bogus chicken coop and... He's like, oh, you guys aren't going to believe this. We hit it smack in the middle. And we actually get a really cool shot of them going up from the hole that they're in into the chicken coop, all in like one continuous shot. I know it's like not it's not Martin Scorsese doing like uh, two minute takes, but because it's claymation and that's not really like how shots work. But it's still really cool to think about how that worked. 
I don't know, Nay, do you have any insights on how they could have done that? Uh, I, I, um, I, I don't know. I, I guess this is built in like a big platform, right? Like a, so they've got like the tunnel below and like physically have the coop on top. He's done that before, yeah. like uh, Life Aquatic. You know, there's like a, a big cross section of the the whole, the whole boat, and it's got dolphins moving and stuff as it goes through the different rooms. Although there's people <laughs> in there too. I don't, I don't really know how he did that. No, I don't know. <laughs> like in Life Aquatic, it's definitely like a mixed media thing, but here it's just like, Ugh. yeah. All right, and then Mister Mister Fox, we get we get to the good stuff. Mister Fox clicks on his radio. And we get a bit of surrealism because when he clicks on his radio, we start hearing Petey sing. And Petey is uh, this guy that works for Bean. And if before we get into it, I, I do need to list the credit for who Petey is. Uh, he's played by Jarvis Cocker, a, a musician from the band Pulp, uh, kind of a British pop band in the 90s into the 2000s, I guess. Uh, Jarvis Cocker, in terms of film credits, not a lot. His only other major film credit is that he's the lead singer of the the Weird Sisters and Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Amazing. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So we can do the hippogriff in Fantastic Mr. Fox? That's what you're telling me, Tyler? Yeah. <laughs> I I can dance like a hippogriff. Na, 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 na. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, Pulp did Common People. That was probably their biggest hit. You know that? That one? Oh. One no, I have like no idea any pulp songs. Do what common nope. people do. I know that song. Yes. And I was reading an interview with Jarvis right. Cocker, and he said originally he did a narration for the entire film for Fantastic Mr. Oh, Fox. Oh, that's interesting. And then that when they test screened it in North America, they decided to cut it. And in the interview, he said it might be on the DVD, but I don't have the DVD. Is it on there? <laughs> it's not on the DVD, but I wonder. I just got the Blu-ray. I'm... I wonder if it's on there. <laughs> I'm not aware like an of an alternate it. audio track or something. Yeah. yeah, he said he did a narration for the whole thing uh, in addition to writing this little song. Hmm. So yeah, let's talk about this little this little musical thing that we get for ten seconds. Oh, I I have a theory on why it's on the radio, and this is a little okay. bit of a spoiler for the next minute. But there are um, Dan the newsman is there, and so is the Dan cameraman. The so what if they are streaming PD's session? over the radio as part of the news station. Oh, okay. Okay, that could make sense. That's that's like when like in in movies when like it's like, "Oh man, I I need to get $5,000 to to pay my rent." And then they like turn on the TV and they're like, "Do you need $5,000?" And they're like, "Yes." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he just started got to win this dodgeball tournament. If he turned on the radio just a little bit earlier, it would have just been talking. And it would have been hard to dance yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. I think Mr. Fox is just inherently lucky with when he turns on his radio. He get Davy Crockett earlier in the film. He gets PD's song now. It's it's just, he's got really good timing. Mm-hmm. What brand is his radio? Good. It's oh, Sonic. Shoot. What does it say? Sonic it... Walk or something like It's like. Yeah, Sonic Walk. Yeah. Like... Is that like a real thing? I don't think so. It's like a, a Sony Walkman. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nash or this, something. This. This film also takes place in like a nebulous time period where it's like either the 60s or the the 80s or the 90s. We really can't tell. Walk Sonic. Oh, okay. Walk Sonic. Walk Sonic. But Sonic doesn't walk a lot. He usually runs. He's got to go fast. <laughs> it's this whole thing. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, Sonic jokes. Um, but you know, why aren't there any hedgehogs in this in this movie? That's a good question. Hedgehogs are definitely like a really serious problem in the UK, and like when they do bonfires, there's a law that you actually have to check for hedgehogs before you light your bonfire, so you don't kill any. So that's a good question. That would be an interesting crossover. It's just Sonic walks in. It'd be like Wreck It Ralph, Mr. Fox. Mr. Fox is like, "What are you doing here?" Sonic's like. Got any rings? Yeah. He could sprint through that tunnel. <laughs> oh, he could. Maybe that's what Mr. Fox is doing. He's like, I know we have to escape and everything, but I also have to build tunnels for my friend. Yeah. So he's got like a fox-sized Walkman uh, that runs on batteries, presumably. Probably made at the same place his suit is made, right? <laughs> the little, the, the, the animal tailor? Yeah. Well, well, yeah, that makes sense yeah. because like someone makes the clothes. Well, yeah. we see, we meet the person who makes make the, the clothes Walkman? later. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Mm. And uh, these animals are treated with a lot of reverence, but these chickens are not not uh, the same. They're like they're like Pluto, and the rest of them are like goofy in terms of their mm-hmm. their personalities. So I had um, we had a guest on pretty early on who was a biologist, and she actually might have cracked that code for us. Okay. She said it had to do with domesticity. In comparison of which animals are like more sentient, quote unquote, and which ones are very like mindless. So all the birds that we see, plus the sheep and the dogs are domesticated and they don't have that same capacity that the critters do. Yeah. Or maybe it's because we don't want like our animals with personalities eating each other. But, you know, like, I saw Chicken Run, and it had a very different opinion about which animals have personality. Yes. yes. Another stop-motion well. classic. <laughs> All right. Are we going to make the stop-motion animate, like, stop-motion universe? Okay. Who's 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 the Iron Man of this? <laughs> it's got to be Jack Skellington, right? Probably. And then and then you got, you got Coraline and Mr. Fox and... Chicken from Chicken Run. I would say Gromit over Wallace. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Do you definitely want Gromit? Silent Hero. Uh, who? <laughs> literally. Okay. What other claymation movies are there? Uh, James. James and Kubo the Giant Peach. and his two strings. Kubo. <laughs> Rudolph? <laughs> oh, are we going all the way to Rankin Bass? Okay. I mean, <laughs> if we're going uh, stop motion, you gotta you gotta include Rankin Bass, like. <laughs> and then King Kong. It was King Kong like Thanos? <laughs> Is he like the big bad that they have to tease? <laughs> the skeletons from Spy Kids 2? Those could be... <laughs> oh, what are those aliens from Avengers 1? I can't remember their name right now. They're them. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Except the skeletons in Spy Kids 2 aren't claymation. I know. I'm kidding, Tyler. <laughs> okay. Um, Clash of the Titans. That was the movie I was trying to remember last week that had the skeletons in it that yeah. I couldn't remember. Okay, nice. we've made the claymation cinematic universe now. Amazing. I feel good. I want a mashup. Um, I want like a Mickey's House of Villain, like a uh, House of Mouse, but with all the claymation characters now. It's gonna be so time consuming to make. <laughs> <laughs> be beautiful. Though. Well, the other problem you get is you start blending the uh, the realistic claymation versus like the surreal claymation versus like the expressionist claymation brothers so quay. You get mr fox who's like <laughs> oh no what'd you say the brothers quay and like jan Spunkmeyer and stuff 
I have no idea what that oh. is. <laughs> They're pretty wild. <laughs> but yeah, you get you would get like realistic looking Mr. Fox versus like Gromit, who just like you can see the fingerprints on him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so back to the minute. <sighs> okay. Tag yourself in the dancers. I thought very hard about this. Oh shoot! I didn't pay, I didn't pay particular attention to who was doing what dance. What? So I'll I'll give you a couple of them. Christofferson is doing a zombie-like dance. Um, Beaver's son is fist pumping. Beaver is just <laughs> waving his arms in the air like he just don't care. Um, Mole is doing handstands. He's like break dancing. Fox has this shuffle thing going on. They're all very different. While still keeping true to their, like, very simple, like, it's not a lot for the shot, but it's a nice detail that each of them are doing something different. Good call. Uh, Ash is doing the robot. We got that. (laughs) It's it's Uh, like Peanuts, where they all stand around and do one dance move over and over again, but they all do different dance moves. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Completely. I'm I'm scrolling through it right now, and I'm definitely either Ash doing the robot Kylie doing this weird back and forth thing or Weasel who's just kind of bouncing his knees. I feel like I'm either Weasel or so, Beaver, so do you have any opinions? But Mole's doing this crazy handstand thing. You're right. That's I couldn't do that. I thought I was Mole at first, but no. Mole is too talented for you, Tyler? Or Phil? Yeah. Well, why aren't we calling him by his proper name? I'm sorry, Phil Mole. Phil the Mole. <laughs> it's really hard to keep track of their names. <laughs> so I'm reading, I'm reading King Lear for my Shakespeare class, oh, no. and that one's a real struggle for me. There's like because once you start getting into the old English things, it's like, well, they they have their real name, but then they have their land name. But then sometimes they lose their land name, so they go back to a different land name. Dukes and earls, and ah, it's so confusing. <laughs> well, I mean, Tyler, we could give fake titles to all of these characters. Okay, so <laughs> Fox is the is the Duke of Critterville. <laughs> is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, but <laughs> I feel like this is going to be too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, the other thing that I wanted to point out that I finally realized what Petey was saying in the song in this first couple lines he wants to what is it sing you folks a yarn I didn't get that yeah. until just, just today <laughs> it was one of those revelationary moments I was like yes this is what he's going for and I just love the phrase yarn. A handsome little fox. Let me sing you folks a yarn. I think you should narrate the song. It is kind of weird. The song is like told in fo- in like in a f- perspective that prefers fox. Maybe Petey's showing and his true it's colors. Weird that I see your true colors, Petey. I'm I'm looking really slowly at the the banjo playing and the strings are not doing normal things. Like they keep moving all the way across <laughs> the bottom little part, which like the the nut which should be anchoring the strings and it's but i guess that makes sense if you wanted the strings to move you'd probably have to like move them on that and then uh, whatever you do glue them down or something so that it so that they would be moving but that's not how a banjo moves yeah in terms of clay claymation for the banjo it's definitely like a weird thing to animate that'd be so hard i can't imagine oh also this guy looks just like jarvis cocker too (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah completely well it's interesting so we have a book the um art of fantastic mr fox mm-hmm. and it's got concept sketches for 
PD in it, and some of them are truly horrifying before they finally settled on this design. So I wonder <laughs> if it was like the inclusion of the voice actor, and they were like, wait, let's just model him after him because everything we're coming up with is not good. Yeah. That reminds me of when they were trying to design Count Dooku. And they were like, let's come up with this crazy, spooky Count Dooku design. And then they were like, no, we got Christopher Lee. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> Don't work. He's scary enough as it is. <laughs> um, Nay, this is something we ask all of our guests. Uh, what season did this film take place in? Uh, fall? <laughs> it fe- it Correct. feels fall, yeah. Um, no. But, but uh, how, long, long going, how long does the movie take There's a long-going debate. Oh. That's unclear. Well, we don't particularly know. So early in the film, there's a newspaper where we see that the 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 setting is like April or something. Hmm. And we don't know how much time has passed in terms of like seasons. So like theoretically, this is a fall movie. It came out around Thanksgiving time. The color palette is like orange, but it's it's theoretically possible that it takes place in spring. Well. Due to continuity errors, like when they when they're standing by the trees and stuff, uh, jumping into the water, I feel like that's fall colors around, right? Not like a yeah, like a yeah. nice green tree. Yeah, when it's at the beginning when Felicity announces that Christofferson is coming to stay with them, so it's basically one of the first shots of the mo- like of the current time that we're in. So then, uh-huh. twelve and a half Fox years later, Mister Fox is reading his article, mm-hmm. and you can see the date on this on this uh, newspaper. Oh, actually, I think the movie takes place over twenty-one Fox months. Oh, hmm. how many? How many human months is that? Just one. <laughs> <laughs> got us. You did it to you us. You got us. You got us. Uh, so our guests, our guests come in prepared. They're much better than they're us. They're much better than us, Tyler. Why are we doing this? <laughs> I don't know. We're certainly not qualified. Well. Nay, we've got to be wrapping up a bit, but we, before we go, we would love for you to tell us about your two podcasts that you host. Oh, yeah. Um, so a Goofy Movie Minute's really similar to this one, but instead of being about this movie, it's about a Goofy Movie. Whoa. <laughs> Not just crazy. any Goofy Movie, the one starring Goofy from 1995. And the other podcast I do is an episode-by-episode thing about The Office, and that one's in season two right now. And that's called the Ah Five, okay, O F F I V E. And I also do one about Calvin and Hobbes called Calvin and Hobbes Cast. <laughs> that one's that one's really weird. That's <laughs> okay. on a weird schedule, right? I now. did listen to an episode of that oh, once. Yeah. It's yeah. every episode is different because I I make the episodes so infrequently that there's no format. I think it's a brilliant idea, <laughs> and like so we're skyping and like I can see like the little Hobbes doll you have behind you. Oh yeah, yeah. My wife made that. And it's, yeah, it's awesome. So I think that's a great idea for a podcast. It's it's almost even more difficult than a film podcast because it's only a visual medium and transferring it to a non-visual medium is very challenging. Yeah. But it's the perfect format like because like an episode per strip is a great idea. It's like, it's like an audio book for comics if you put them all the episodes together. Yeah. That's so cool. And a goofy movie is on a really slow schedule, kind kind of like your podcast. But I think you know you know those like races where you like try to go as slow as possible without stopping moving. Like I think we're winning because we only have like forty episodes and it's been a year and a half. 
<laughs> yeah, we'll probably be done. We're with you on that. We were thinking about we, what podcast we want to do after, and then we're like, yeah, we'll probably die while this one's still going. So <laughs> don't need to think about that anymore. Yeah, us switching over to Apple forced us to um, come out a little more frequently, but we have been actually going for over two years now. Oh wow. Okay, never mind. You guys are <laughs> the champs. Never mind. Sorry about that. No, for, like so for like the last thirty weeks, we've been doing it on. But otherwise, yeah, we started, we, like, recorded, like, two episodes in, like, January of 2017 or something. Oh, okay. And then we were like, well, what do we no, do I with it? No, I think it was even July of 2016, Tyler. I want to say, because it was July 4th we recorded, like, our first episode. I don't know. It's been a while, basically, so don't feel too bad. <laughs> in, in the words of Stained, it's been a while. <laughs> if you guys keep doing multiple episodes a month, you're going to you're gonna be caught up in no time. <laughs> you're going to be... Uh... Be blasting through, huh? Yeah, we do one a week, and th- th- we're recording on Sunday. It's gonna come out on Tuesday. That's awesome. Yeah. So I was listening to the other episodes. We're all you did so many in October. I was like three or four, right? Yeah. So this yeah. is the last uh, spook- <laughs> spooky. What's it called? Spooktacular. Spooktastic. Uh, spooktastic minute. Fox. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, think I you're got doing excited a great job. and changed our <laughs> podcast handle or our. Thanks so much. <laughs> uh. And the best of luck with your projects. Uh, a, a goofy movie minute. We, we believe in you. You'll make it. Thank you. We'll make it. And the other big question is, where can we find you on the internet? Oh, um, man, I don't know. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just email me at a goofy movie minute at gmail.com, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll answer all your questions. <laughs> Perfect. And tell me how. Tell me how I did I, on this podcast. I've never even seen a Goofy movie. <gasps> it's so good, Tyler. <laughs> it holds up. Well, I don't know if it holds up. What are the What are the sequels? An extremely Goofy I, movie. Because there's like, yeah. That's it. <laughs> oh, there's only a Goofy movie and an extremely Goofy movie? Yeah, they movie. had so many more adjectives to do before they stopped, but I think that budgets made yeah. them stop. They really hit the superlative like right mm-hmm. away. They could have like done like a rather, <laughs> a rather Goofy movie. Fantastic Mr. Goofy movie uh, okay let's wrap this up uh i'm tyler boudreau uh you can find me on twitter at tyler booty that's at t-y-l-e-r-b-o-u-d-y you can follow the show at amateur nerds you can email us at amateur nerds present at gmail.com with your questions comments thoughts about future minutes or you can rate rev- rate review subscribe on Apple Podcast or Google Play. Yeah, this has been Minute 43, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Hope you join us next time for, for Minute 44 when we even get when we get even more song and dance. And I have been Tyler Boudreau. I've been Condra. I'm Nathan. And we hope you have a fantastic day. Fantastic. Awesome. <laughs>